back again for another day, another week. Another week's gone by in high school football. And uh, another week's gone by, and I'm here by myself. There we go. Um, so this week, I think what we're going to do is we're going to cover some high school football. If you notice, we've got, uh, we've got some new little features we're going to bring up. And go ahead and bring that one up there, Chris. Um, so we've got a new little feature that you're going to actually see Chris in the background and some of the stuff that Chris actually does trying to run this whole show from back there. Uh, are you up? Oh, you want me to show myself yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, show oh, yourself oh, okay, now. okay, okay. Show yourself. Hey. Don't hide no more. There he is. So he's Chris is going to be in the lower screen and in the top screen. He's going to be on the screen by himself, on the screen, off off by himself. With, that's Chris. There he is right there. There I am. And, uh. He's, he's going to be in the screen with me. So now there's two people instead of one. So I take back what I said. The only thing is, Chris knows absolutely nothing about football. So he asked some of the greatest questions, which is really good. Um, and I do, I, I do appreciate some of those questions because I forget that not everybody, not everybody, everybody should know about football or, or you know, this basketball or tennis or any of that other stuff. So sometimes I forget that. So what we're going to do tonight is we're going to cover region. We're going to start with region 1A, not region. We're going to start with 1A football, and we're going to go right through each one of them. And then we're going to end up with uh, 7A. And the only people left in 7A from the south because Camden lost, Cockwood lost, Tiff lost, that would be your Lowndes County Vikings. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about them in 7A and, and Norcross. That's who they're playing this Saturday, I believe, at the, uh, at the Concrete Palace. But let's go ahead and do let's do one, 1A public schools. We have two teams from this area that are actually st still in it. You've got Irwin County and then you've got Brooks County. Now, Irwin County, Ernie, or Ernie, 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 or Ernie. Not Ernie. Yeah, there we go. You're Ernie. I'm Bert. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Hey, that's pretty – anyway. Yeah, so tried. It was a good try. So, um, Irwin County has, if I'm not mistaken, they've got 13 seniors, and Brooks County actually has 12 seniors. Irwin County and – I mean, and Brooks County are both in the same – in the actual same uh, uh, region. So, Irwin won the region. Brooks County came in second. But what people don't realize is the team that came in third, which is Turner County, Turner County actually won their game. They were three and three in the, in the region, but they actually won their game, so they're actually moving on also. So you've got you've actually got Turner County in it, and you've got they actually won 38-36 in, in last last week's game, and then you've got Brooks County, which won 49 to thirteen, so that was a wallop. And then you've got uh, Irwin County won 35 to seven. So, if any way possible, what's going to happen is that region could face each other twice, almost back to back. And here's how: if Irwin County, I mean, if Brooks County wins out, what'll happen is they'll end up playing uh, Turner County. So Brooks County will play Turner County in the semifinal game. Then Irwin County, if they make it and they win out, they go to the state championship. You could have either Irwin County, or I'm sorry, Turner County, or Brooks County in the state championship with them. So well represented in the in the South as far as one public school one A, um, and it's Region Two, 
and and some of the numbers are just phenomenal coming out of that region. Uh, if you if I can't look at there, it just doesn't want to keep going. Uh, some of their total yards are just you know compared to uh, the seven A schools and and the um, the six A and the five A. Their numbers are right up there with them. And some of their running backs are, I mean, their total yards for the season, uh, the all-purpose yards is 4,279. And when we get to Lowndes and Valdosta, I think, I mean, Lowndes and, and, and those higher, region, higher um, classifications, those teams are getting right around 48. So your lower classifications are doing the same amount and the same things that your higher classifications are. So it's going to be interesting to see when we get back to the – to when you when as it keeps going, uh, whether Turner County can hang in there. If Turner County can hang in there, it'd be phenomenal. Right now, pretty much a Cinderella if they do, um, but that would be pretty cool. Um, but you're looking at 43. Irwin County it has just a, a season total of tackles, and let me get that season total of tackles. They're see 384. So. That I mean, it's just it's it's ridiculous. They they get the, the the smaller classes get overlooked because the bigger classes have more kids, which means there's more people involved in going to their games, which means they get more reputation or they get more rep, that more um, TV time or or uh, radio time, for example, or even even podcast time. And so I just take my hats off to those smaller schools, um, Irwin and Turner and um, Brooks County. And I just, I'm just amazed when I started researching some of this today. It's just like uh, we're going to move to 2A right now. And 2A in this region, in Region 1, C2, Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald only has 14 seniors. Whereas if Thomasville has 21 seniors. So Thomasville is going to be losing a lot. So you think they would probably be more apt because they have more seniors, more people, more kids have played, more kids have done these things. But don't count out, uh, don't count out Fitzgerald. People have been counting them out all year. But Thomasville was ranked number one in their region. So by being ranked number one in your region, you take that seed, which means you get a be- you get a better seed sitting in the in the playoffs. But uh, Fitzgerald, look, Fitzgerald's not bad at all. And then you've got Cook County in there, also. Um, a lot of the a lot of the teams, the, the smaller teams like this, they have smaller students. But when you have those that actually stand out, you get, um, for example, like Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald is averaging right around uh, five foot ten to five foot six, uh, one hundred and ninety to two hundred pounds. And I think one of the largest ones on the offensive line is 220, a six-foot senior that's 220. So you, you get those smaller kids at those smaller schools, but they, they I don't know, they tend to be playing, they tend to playing, um, I don't want to say it's harder, but they're, they're playing, I guess, at, at that level. Um, it's just it's interesting if you go back and you read some of this stuff that, I, that I've been reading the last couple of days about some of these teams. It's uh, the way they have come around to where they're at, and everybody thinks it's always sides. It's not. Um, it, you know, you've got to use speed. You've got to use 
uh, anything that you have. So in 3A, really there is Crisp County, and you also have Pierce County in South Georgia. So Crisp and Pierce, although they both won, Pierce is one in their seed, and Crisp County is uh, seed one in theirs. In their, so, I mean, we'll keep an eye on both of them. I just did do a lot of research on them. But if, if you're looking at some of those kids, some of those kids are 6'3", 6'4". Um, so as, as we see, and I, I didn't realize this, as you see, some of, the, some of the, the bigger kids are at the bigger schools. I wonder why that is. Now, <clears throat> right there, let me stop at, three, at, at 3A for, for a second. One of the things that, that I hear a lot about is South Georgia football is better football. So I'm in South Georgia. I'm in Valdosta, right here with the title town, USA. And, yeah, we root for our teams that are down here, which are Valdosta, Brook, uh, 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 Lowndes, and Brooks County, and Thomas County, and Cairo, and Bainbridge, and Barron, and Lanier, and Cook, and Fitzgerald, and Yon, and all those people, right, um, and Clinch. But what we don't understand for all those of us that didn't make the playoffs, there's those that made the playoffs in the North, in North Georgia or Mid Georgia. So, right now, going through if you go through these and if you look at the playoff things, anybody can go to um, Georgia High School Football Playoff Brackets on GHSA, and you can look at the brackets. I've I've marked on these brackets so far. What we have is. We've got three people on uh, three teams on one bracket, two teams on one bracket, two teams on one bracket, so on and so forth. So what that tells me is, yeah, we have some good football down here. How does that translate to the rest of the areas up in North Georgia? So my whole point is, let's don't cut let's don't cut them short because we're rooting for our teams. They've got some good ball players up north, and uh, some of them teams up there continue to be there like Collins Hill and Grayson and and uh, uh, Oconee. Oconee's in it again this year. So as we move along in the playoffs, we're going to kind of see – we're going to see where the South Georgia's, those eight teams in South Georgia, kind of configure themselves in, in the whole playoff. Now, if if it comes down to you got four teams left and four of them are from the South, then okay, or two of them from the South, okay. Then yeah, then you've got. But right now, with the, if you look at the majority of who's playing, who's playing in the playoffs, look, seven A lost three people in the playoffs right away. Seven one A or one seven A. There we go. Um, as in Camden and, and Tift and um, Cockwood, and everybody thought Cockwood. I sure thought Cockwood would have got at least to the second round. So um, we'll give you my predictions on Lowndes in a little bit. But so, I mean, that's kind of what I'm looking at when I started looking at these stats today and the overall. Uh, that's what jumped out at me is in each, in each division, we only have two or three from this area. Now, we have those schools are, you know, right next to each other. So it seems like we have more people that are in the playoffs in the south. But then again, let's look at the, the teams that are up north in, in, in uh, um, north of Atlanta or over by Savannah, like Benedictine and, and Hinesville and Brunswick, for example. We're going to talk about Brunswick here in just a second. Brunswick is a powerhouse right now, and they're steamrolling. So, I mean, 
it's it's one of those things that you've got yeah they're they're in the south but they're over in the east like camden they're right underneath camden so i kind of give them to, i gave that one to the south too um so but let's move on to, to four so that's kind of what i'm looking at when i was going through all this paperwork today that's kind of what i was looking at and i and, it, and i thought i thought that when um people we have people come on the show in south georgia's best football and all this I'm not saying that it is, and I'm not saying it isn't. I'm saying we need to open our eyes, and North Georgia has some great football too. So does Middle Georgia. So um, I may lose a couple of you that way, but, you know, that's just how I feel. Um, so you got Bainbridge. Bainbridge is loaded. Here's why I say that. Bainbridge has five seniors. That's it. Five seniors. And right now what they're doing is they just won 42 to nothing, and they only have five seniors, which means they're going to be bringing back a whole core uh, of their team. And uh, Cairo has a couple seniors. And let's see who else was in that. And oh, Benedict, I just mentioned Benedictine, but they're over again. They're over around Savannah. Um, that's a military school. Um, and that's it. That in and, and region region four four A. So not region four A in four A. Um, so. If you look at and and again you're starting you're you're starting to get a little bigger on your on your kids, but they're pretty much the same and they're and you've got your six three like your offensive linemen. Some of them they don't have listed, but you got six three, six two, six three. Um, so, I mean, and that's that's Bainbridge and Bainbridge is a good team. We watched them play this year, um, so they're they're a really good team. Uh, Chris is like, I don't have nothing to say. I'm just going to sit over here today. <laughs> um, so let's see what else we got going on. And what is this one? This, oh, this is, uh, the Bainbridge stats. So the Bainbridge stats, which I found kind of interesting, they only have a 1200 yards rushing altogether. And it's pretty much spread out. They're rushing 305, four, uh, um, one of their seniors is 305 yards. A sophomore with 438 yards. He's leading their rushing over there in Bainbridge. So you've got he's coming back for two more years. So there you've got to expect them to be in it the next couple of years. And they've got a great program going on over there right now um, with with Coach with Coach Littleton. Uh, let's see what else we got. Let's see. Let's move up to 5A. All right, 5A. Let's see who we have. You got Ware County. So Ware County is it's 48 42-28 this week. Here's my thing. Where the defense is the problem I have with Ware County right now. Understanding that uh they can score but can they keep them a, a high-powered offense from scoring when they were playing a a 4 seed in region 3 so they were playing a 4 seed. So you've got to look and see if Ware County is actually going to have the defense to hold up to a high-powered offense. Um, that's one we're going to have, you're going to have to look at. But, again, uh, that's about it. That's one of the only ones in South, in South Georgia that, uh, that, that's down here, if I'm not mistaken. Somebody please correct me if I'm wrong, which very seldom that happens. Am I right, Chris? Um, sure. Oh, he doesn't agree with anybody anymore today. <laughs> so anyway, so let's do, uh, let's do 6A. 
So what we have in 6A is, uh, moving on was Brunswick. I told you about Brunswick. We're going to talk about them in just one second. We've got Brunswick in there, region uh, 2, 1, uh, seed 1. And they're going to be playing Dacula, who's region 8, seed 2. So that's going to be really in really interesting. Um, you got Douglas County. You got Lee County, which is Region 1, Seed 1. Going to be playing Cambridge, which is re Region 7, Seed 2. Uh, that's going to be an interesting game. But again, that's about all you have in the South down here in, in uh, Region, uh, I mean, in, in 6A. But let's take a look at Brunswick real quick. So... The Brunswick Pirates, their season total yards passing was 1,450 yards. Their season total rushing yards was 2,281 yards. Now, that's that's pretty balanced if you think about the rushing compared to the other because that's half of the passing yards, and that's actually pretty good. And what they did was they literally were able to spread the run around because you've got – Two people with over uh, six, one with 649 and one with 839, one with 324. So they've got a balanced attack of the running game. They can bring fresh legs in is what it looks like. Um, and their passing attack, they have three quarterbacks, and two of them have over 500 yards this year. One of them has 800, the other one has 576. So that, that to me, that just shows if they have somebody that gets hurt, They've got somebody they can fill in or they can they can do the job. And then, you know, fumbles and pancake blocks, if you look at it, their totals on fumbles is nine fumbles, and they only lost three of them. So they don't turn the ball over that often, which is if which is really why they're where they're at, to be honest with you. And then their all-purpose yards, they got four thousand four hundred and thirty-six total all-purpose yards. Um, so I look to see big things from Brunswick coming in. Uh, I think what they're going to do is they're going to shock a couple people because I don't think anybody really thought Brunswick would be would be sitting there. So no, no, they're going to be playing uh, Dacula. So they and from what I understand, Dacula is pretty good team. Uh, their defense, they've got a stronger. They've got, their defense is, let's look here real quick. Uh, where was it? Right here. Um, are these the playoffs? Yes. These, oh, are, okay. these, are the, these are the Georgia High School Association playoffs. Oh, okay. And Georgia State. Anyway, yeah. so what they do is they've ranked them, and they played last week, and now this week what they're doing is they're actually going to be playing um, the second, what they call the second round. Right. And what I'm going over is some of those second round ones, like – Brunswick and Dacula. Like Dacula, they won their game 36 to 12, so they've got a pretty good defense. Um, but they're they're a two seed. Brunswick should take care of them, but we we saw what happened to a two seed with uh, with Cockwood County. So right. There's just there's just no telling what what can happen. But I'm tell you what, what I'd like to get to, I want to get to Lowndes County because that's what everybody wants to hear about. So we're going to get to Lowndes County, but let's do this. Let's take a break and we'll circle back in just a minute. Need a website for your business? Let Shadowfox Design help. We will design and build your website. So you have more time for your business. 
We will help with all your online needs. So you have more time for your customers. Learn more and get started now by going to www.shadowfox.design. Research less and relax more with eTravel Anytime. Let us help you decide which sandals destination is best for your romantic getaway, or help you choose the family resort that is best for your vacation. We can also help you decide which cruise is best for you and your family. Tell us your preferences and we can narrow down your choices. Contact us today so we can help you plan your next vacation. Call 229-300-3691. One and we're here. Chris just said five, four, three, two, and we're here. Um, so Chris, how does it feel to be on camera? You've never been on camera before. You don't know anything about sports. Yeah. So. <laughs> I gotta say, it's it's a little strange. Is it? Um, Why? Yeah, I'm just not used to it. I yeah. guess. Um, I'm trying to get used to it. Uh, and if I can remember everything that I have to do all at the same time, it'd be even better. You know, like unmuting myself, that'd be great. Oh, you did? You, were, uh, you weren't unmuting? Yeah, well, I could hear myself through your mic, but not uh, through my mic. So, oh, yeah. that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. And so what were you saying then that you didn't, didn't know they didn't hear? I was asking you, how do you feel like about being on, on, on camera? You've never been on camera before, ever. And you've, you, I mean, you've been behind the scenes. You've talked. I mean, you've been done voiceovers before. Well, it, like I said, it's different. Um, I'm a little nervous, a little nervous. Um, but, um, like I said, remembering everything is the is the key. True, that's so true. Because I, I, mean, I got stuff going on over here, and I got stuff over here and over there. You got so, too many computers. That's the whole problem. You you know what you need. No, I don't have enough computers. That's what the problem is. Oh no! But see, what they can't see is the other side of the room. It has what one, two, three more computers. That you work on on the other side of the room, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that, that's my day job. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somebody got to pay the bills. That's right. Uh, so anyway, all right. So let's move on to. Uh, I think we were going to talk about Lounge. So Lounge moved into the second round of the playoffs by beating Harrison 30, 45 to thirty-five. I really, I'm kind of iffy about this. And I, I want to root for the home team. My problem is, if you get 35 points put on you, you you're going to have to make some adjustments, especially from a four seed. You get 35 points put on you from a four seed. Granted, they knew, they knew Lounce. Lounce also had two weeks. They had two weeks to gear up for this because all of Region 3 was off. But Lounce did come out with the win, and... Lounge was up 45 to 20 or something like that, and some of those were probably garbage points on um, Harrison's team, uh, Harrison's point. So uh, the, the problem that concerns me moving on, if your defense is going to allow that many points, then something has to change or you're not going to be around long. And I'm sure that's what they're going to be looking at this week and, and, and figuring out what they can do to get the defense. Now, I'm telling you, that offensive line has stepped up um, something. I just I can't believe for as small as that offensive line, we've been talking about it all year long, they've gelled together. They put Kwame in the right place. They put uh, some of their other players in the right place. 
And Lowndes has a, a, a double tap running back, and people don't realize that. Um, and then they have their quarterback that runs too. The thing is, you've got to be ready for Norcross to come in, come in here. They don't have anything to lose. You know, they're coming in here as the underdog, and they're coming here as a two seat in Region Seven. Um, when so, did you say Lowndes was? Lowndes is reg- is one seat in Region Region One. Don't oh, know why okay. It took me. I've been in this region for how many years? Well, and a lot of times <laughs> those the those teams, especially when they're like, you know, uh, been winning and winning, and they just kind of see granted. this as a you know, hey, this is a smaller team. I'm gonna yeah. you know, but, we're gonna may, whip that up may on be them. that may but. be what happened. I'm not gonna second guess what happened. Right. Um, but you're right. It could have been. Oh well, this is this is this team. We're just gonna. You know, we're not going to concentrate on somebody else. I'm not going to ever say anybody look forward to another team. No. But defensively, they're going to have to step up and do a little bit better because if yeah. they don't, they're going to find themselves in the same way that I think they're going to score more than what Cockwood scored this past week. Uh, um, but I, they're going to find themselves in that same position if, well, you they, would think, if their defense doesn't step up. Yeah, and you would think that, you know, having experienced something like that, they go, oh, Hey, look! I need to step up. Oh yeah, know? and that, that maybe yeah, that maybe yeah. that you know that may have been a, 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 a what do you call it a swift kick in the rear end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because I mean I think the defensive coaching there is really strong, and I think right. that they're going to take a look at that and they're yeah. going to be like, uh, okay, uh, what do I need to do here? So right. um, let's take a look at, at a, a little bit of this. Let's see, let's comp- let's see how many seniors Norcross has. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. We'll do lounges in a minute. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32. So Norcross has 32 reasons to beat Lowndes. That's 32 reasons. That's 32 seniors that are coming into this game, and if they lose, it's their last game. So there's 32 reasons for them to beat Lowndes. Now, most of you already know this, but for those that don't, let's see how many seniors Lowndes has. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. So Lowndes has 20 now. Look, if that's wrong, that's not my fault. I'm reading directly off of Georgia High School Association's website and what has been listed to them. So there's 20-something seniors right there that have a reason to win this game. So you now let's put that into perspective, whereas if you have those two, you have those two. At that point, does Norcross have more to lose than Lowndes? As far as seniors go, seniors are 32 to 24, whatever it was I said. 
So the question, the question still being, who has more to lose? Each one of them, I guess, because it's that it's the last, it's the last game. All right. So now let's go and look at. Let's go and let me get that out of the way. Now we're going to look at stats side by side for Norcross and for Lowndes County. Norcross has a total of 1,158 passing yards. Lowndes County has over 2,023 total passing yards this season. Rushing yards for Lowndes is 2,138. For Norcross, it's only 1,300. I'm starting to see a big difference here, aren't you? All right. And then, so now we're going to look at... Hold on one second. Now, receiving yards. Norcross has uh, 1,095 receiving yards. Lowndes has 2,012 2, receiving yards. All-purpose yards, Lowndes has a total of 4,899. So let's just say 4,900. All-purpose yards for Norcross is only 2,800. So let's... Here's what here's what has to happen. We can take all those stats that we just read out. Now let's analyze them all. Let's put them all, all together. Offensively, Lowndes is a way better opponent. Offensively. They are a much better team by statistics. Which means they're a much better team by execution because they're getting more yards, they get more score, they get more points, so on and so forth. The question is going to come down again to what I was saying earlier and earlier in the show when we first started. It's going to come down to defense. So if we look at Norcross, they won 28-21. They didn't put that many points on the board. And they gave up points. To me, that means Lounge is going to be able to score on them. Because they were playing a lesser seed. So that means Lounge is going to give, give it, get at least 35 to 50 points, in my opinion. Does Lounge have the defense to keep Norcross under 28 points? That's going to be the question. I think... Norcross, honestly, I don't think they play very well against Lowndes. I don't think their defense is going to play up to it. And so, to me, this is going to be a defensive ball game, and the defense is the one who's going to win the game. There may be more points on the board for Lowndes, but whoever holds the other one to less points is the one who's going to win the game. So I think it's a defensive ball game, but the offense is going to score more points, if you get what I'm saying. So, I'm going to give this one to Lowndes. I'm going to say 50 to 28, 
maybe 34. That's how that's how I'm going to call this one for next week. And you know what? That's about a complete wrap-up. I mean, I I want to see Brooks County fish, Gerald Clinch County. I want to see uh, 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 Cairo and, and all these teams, Pierce County. I want them all to do really well. And I want Lowndes County to do really well. The thing they've got to get onto, and I'm telling you right now, you watch it as the game starts progressing into the third and fourth quarter. If they can stop Lowndes, if, if Norcross can keep Lowndes within their crosshairs, they can score quick. Is Lowndes' defense up to the job? And I'll tell you what we'll do. Next week we'll come back, we'll talk about it then. So we'll circle back next week. Thanks, everybody.